Welcome to Greyhounds Make Great Pets with Rory Garay, TJ Beater, and Kathy Garay. Each week, we talk about the connections between owners and their pets with an emphasis on topics that apply to greyhounds. If you want to hear more about your best friend, stay tuned. Now, here are your hosts. Get a big heart on because it's Valentine's Day. Thank you for joining us. Today on Greyhounds Make Great Pets, we will be discussing CBD and your pets. And in just a bit, we will be joined by Ed Cheney, CEO of Canafil, and also the host of the CBD Ed Show here on Voice America. In fact, it's on directly after GMGP. Also here in the studio with us is Ed's lovely wife, Kim, and she's in charge of the Canafil store located in Phoenix. But first... I'd like to remind you that Sandy Paws Great Fun in the Sun is coming up March 12th through 15th, 2020 at Villas by the Sea Conference Center on Jekyll Island in Georgia. This tiny but mighty gathering is filled with old and new friends and oodles of beautiful greyhounds. Paws down, Jekyll Island is one of the most gorgeous and relaxing places for your greycation. Info, updates, and registration can be found at www.sandypaws.org. A Train Comes Through Town is the new mystery novel by Lena, author of the best-selling self-help book, Stress-Free Living by Lena, coming soon to a bookseller near you. And also keep an eye out for Stop Knocking on My Door, Drama-Free HR to Help You Grow Your Business by Karen A. Young. It's a solution to help businesses thrive and learn to love human resources. Now, Karen is an awesome person and... Also, a longtime Greyhound adopter. Share the love this season by making a generous donation to your Greyhound adoption group. Remember, it's the least you can do for the folks who have provided you with the coolest pet ever. And don't forget, in the upcoming months, a whole lot of retired racing Greyhounds will need safe transportation to adoption groups so they can find their forever families. And if you'd like to give financial assistance to help those upcoming hauls, you can send your donations to Greyhound Pets of America National via their website at greyhoundpets.org and click the Donate button in the left-hand column. And always remember, your plucky GMGP hosts are on the lookout for interesting guests and topics. So if you have a suggestion, email us the full 411 at gmgp3 at yahoo.com. Don't forget, Greyhounds Make Great Pets, and that's spelled G-R-E-A-T, is on Facebook, and it would mean a lot to us if you could give our page a like. Just look for GMGP Scooter. Okay, I'm done babbling. Rory, do you have something to babble about? Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. <laughs> well, just a little update. I did want to uh, let our listeners know we do ha- we are working on three halls right now. Actually, it's two halls. One hall will be 80 greyhounds coming from Florida out to Arizona and California. And another hall is going to be going from uh, Florida up the I-95 corridor. Ooh, stopping that, here and there. Yeah, that one's already got the 40 dogs are already uh, – um, scheduled to go to the various groups and the 80 that are coming out here we're going to be working with the groups here shortly to get them all arranged to adoption programs and then after those halls we're working on even more so my goal is to get as many of the halls paid for by greyhound pets of america allowing the groups themselves to use their money to help get the spay neuter um, other medical things that they need to do for the dogs so that got that going on right now and with that said, today's subject um, actually is a 
kind of near and dear to Kathy in my heart. Last uh, Saturday, our Greyhound Yogi, we, we had to sadly um, say goodbye to Yogi. But for the last few weeks of Yogi's life, I believe we were able to do something with him that we had never done before with a Greyhound. Um, I think his, we were able to give him a couple of good quality weeks with us. Yes, we did. Without putting him on some heavy doses of pain medication. Yep, and we did that. Um, actually, initially, thanks to our friend Victoria in Rehoboth Beach, who, when we visited her uh, this no- last November uh, at her Java Bite Cafe, yep. she is now carrying different selections of uh, CBD products. And we had a long talk with her, and she'd done a lot of research regarding her late uh, boxer, Stoli. Uh, who had had some issues, and she did her research, and she felt that it helped him during his, you know, final months. And we picked up a a bottle of doggy CBD tincture. And, uh, (laughs) you know, seriously, between uh, Victoria and our friend Amy in North Carolina, who uh, suggested turkey tail mushroom powder to also help with what was uh, going on with Yogi, um, those two ladies helped us greatly in giving him a good quality of life for what he had left and I think that has really turned our heads regarding the possibilities of CBD for your pets right well and I can say for myself um, like our uh, our good friend Mel his wife Cindy who wrote the book the least likely criminal I would have probably considered myself um, maybe one that years past would have been the least likely person to consider this type of thing Uh, you know grew up with with all these things being demonized never realizing that there may have been Good benefits to this. And value. Yeah. And, uh, well, as society changes, many things change. And uh, especially when you're faced uh, with humans or pets being to a point of, well, to be blunt, terminal, and there is no other options, and sadly there were none for Yogi, um, you do whatever you need to do. And with that... I'll let you... All righty. As I said, our guests today are... Okay, I'm a, sorry, I'm a little... <laughs> Blonde. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a lot blonde. Uh, we have our guests today are Ed and Kim Cheney from Canafil, and welcome. Thank you. Not that you're n- unfamiliar with the studio, because you guys do have a show here on Voice America as well. Yes. So uh, our listeners, though, may not be familiar with you both, so flip a coin. Somebody speak first and tell us all about yourselves uh, and Canafil. Well, Ed is always first. Uh, he... He is the leader of the pack of CBD Ed show, so go ahead, Ed. It's Valentine's Day. I know she's being super nice to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Kathy and Rory, thank you for letting us uh, participate with you on this topic uh, in this show. And, and, um, and again, I, I appreciate that uh, your dog had a few good weeks. Uh, certainly we see, uh, we, we see this in pets quite often uh, where the pet owners are treating in the final stages of mm-hmm. cancer, um, so um, I well, so as a, as the uh, manufacturer of Canafil, and uh, we also retail and have been doing that for four years now. We have accumulated a lot of knowledge, uh, and um, and that is something that the industry is lacking. So when you go out to the internet and try to understand and learn mm-hmm. about this, it's just contradicting information all over the place. Right. And one of the jobs that we try to do really well at is to dispel some of that. 
Great. And that's why we've invited you on, because yeah. you know your stuff, and we'd like to share that with our listeners. So, Thank you, Kathy. First and foremost, why should a pet owner consider CBD? Yeah, there's, there's some easy ones, and both Kim and I can take a stab at this. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the easy ones are when your pet starts to age and their joints start showing signs of uh, arthritis. Uh, they can't move around as much. Mm -hmm. That is a good time to consider CBD. Uh, the other one is issues of anxiety. Anxiety ah. will show up because of you know certain events, but mm -hmm. it also can show up. It can be prevalent over as the dog ages. Mm -hmm. okay. uh, both of those are the most common opportunities uh, for someone who would consider CBD for their pet. Kimberly, yes. would you uh, like to add to this? Yeah, those, well, those are the main two topics that my pet owners come in for. Mm -hmm. um, and they've already seen their vet. Most of my pet owners have already seen their vet. I have a few vets that I can't say who right. they are, right? But they do refer customers over to us mm -hmm. um, just because there's either a place where they don't want a pill, they don't want to give their dog basically a, a pharmaceutical product. They, right. want, they want something natural and maybe a little less I invasive. So then they, they send them over. And anxiety is, is really prevalent in dogs, some dogs more so than other. I find that the smaller the dog, the more anxiety. <laughs> well, well, and Rory and I are laughing because uh, one of our other greyhounds, Olga, she was... Uh, she was a whole bunch of mayhem. And I, had we known about CBD four or five years ago when she was having stress issues and anxiety issues, you know, I do seriously think a couple of drops rather than um, a prescription mm -hmm. that we got from our vet may have helped her, may have been less uh, – well, frankly, we were just kind of knocking around for a couple hours so she could chill. Well, I'm, uh, yeah. you know, I was just thinking with what you just said, I was thinking of um, not Olga, um, Remy, thunderphobic. Yeah, that's then, true. And in greyhound world, there is a, several greyhounds that are thunderphobic. And I was now I'm mm -hmm. thinking, hmm, would this have been an option instead of her running and hiding in the uh, closet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this may have been ben more, more beneficial for her. And then as we were driving here, uh, we we talked about Marty. We had an old greyhound a couple of years ago. He got up to how old was he? Uh, 14. 14. And, you know, his last year, he was a little wobbly. And I was like, you know, if we had known about this then, this would have been a good option for him too. Just to right. relax and chill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I had a... I had a beagle that I had to put down many, many years ago, way before CBD. And mm -hmm. she was on steroids for, gosh, I, I would say almost two years. And then she went in for her blood work, and the vet said, she's not, she can't take this anymore. She right. can't take. And I said, okay, well, so what else can we do? And there was no other option. Right. And as you said, side effects and, yeah. and other issues that pop up because of pharmaceuticals. Right, so. right. So it's just a natural way to help with, um, you know, especially if you have a new dog coming into the house. Mm -hmm. You're getting used to the dog. The dog's getting used to his environment or her environment. That little bit of CBD really helps with that anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and what's also nice about it is you can regulate it. You know, you, as, you know, I learned and Rory learned, you know, you start small, right. increase as needed. 
but it's not something you need to keep them on all the time. It's just to, you know, take the edge off. Or fireworks would be, you know. Oh, that's the other thing, yeah. Yeah. You know, right. a lot of dogs, all breeds, get freaked with fireworks. Right. So, you know, yeah. I can see that helping. And before we continue with any more discussion about why and when and, and how, I just want to let all of our listeners know that please, always, no matter what, don't trust the internet, don't trust your talk show host, talk to your vet. Make sure your pet is okay, not on other medications, before you administer anything, be it CBD, be it vitamins, be it supplements. And with that disclaimer, we will continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're always uh, encouraging our listeners to just be comfortable. Even if you're talking to your doctor, your vet, always be comfortable with that. It's not that they don't want to approve CBD or say, yes, Mm -hmm. I suggest this. Um, They can't. Right. They just literally can't do it. So just be comfortable because, yes, there are things that CBD could interact with that might not be the best idea. Is there any status of a pet, any illness, any predisposed conditions that would negate the ability to use CBD? Well, I I think... It's been it's been my experience in the past that listeners, uh, like your listeners, may want to understand how CBD works before answering that question. Okay. Uh, that way, they can apply some logic. Um, most most who look into CBD for solutions think it's the CBD that's correcting the the the, the issue, and in fact, it's not. The CBD is something that allows your your endocannabinoid system to work correctly. Now, all and for the blondes in the audience, all, what does that mean? You bet. <laughs> <laughs> all animals, humans, and animal and pets alike, all have an endocannabinoid system, and what that system is designed to do is regulate things like mood, sleep, inflammation, pain management, or pain signaling. That's what that system does really well, and CBD has the ability to turn it on. Keep it nice and simple. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and the only reason that veterinarians are being restricted from from, uh, recommending CBD is because it was not very long ago that it was a scheduled drug. All right, so this, the research is just starting to get out mm-hmm. now that it has been descheduled, and it will circle back around. A lot of veterans are going, yes, we like it, but we just can't talk about it. Okay, with that being said, now we have a kind of a base understanding. Uh, is there anything, so commonly what the endocrine system or the, or the CBD will affect is pain management, inflammation, sleep, appetite, anxiety, and antitumoral. Those are the big key things that CBD will contribute to. Okay. All right. Now, I have a dog, and you the have dog four. Has, no, I, I do, and I need the CBD to put up with you. But that's another story. <laughs> I'm shopping for CBD because I think it's going to help the problem with my dog. What am I looking for? Now I know that. Uh, you know, full disclosure, you guys do have a, a company. Um, I'm, what, it, whether it be Canafil or whether it be another brand, what are the things that we need to look for as a positive 
and also be aware of its negatives in anything we purchase. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say you definitely want to look for a third-party testing. And if you can see that there's been a third-party test done on that product that you're buying. Um, full spectrum is something that we believe in. It, it's the whole plant. Um, so there is that small amount of THC in there and all of the other cannabinoids. Uh, those, I believe, are that's the most effective way mm -hmm. to treat. Um, but again, if your animal is having really high anxiety, um, an isolate might be a, a good suggestion because that little bit of THC can interact with high anxiety. So in that regard, I would say then you want to, you want to kind of look at isolates and see how that's working. Now, it, but if it's pain, uh, then I would say go to a full spectrum. Okay. Um, always look for, obviously, that what we always want to do with our pets is not give them a bunch of fillers. If you're, you know, your bag of dog treats has 30 ingredients in it, I don't know if that's probably the best right. for any pet. Um, but always look for also, it's one milligram of CBD per 10 pounds. That's your starting place. And then you can move up. I say, uh, I say one milligram at a time, okay. depending on, again, where your pet is mm -hmm. in its pain, in its inflammation, in its anxiety. Um, you really want to just kind of get familiar with CBD and your pet and look at it, watch it at with one milligram per pound. And then if you see that everything's great, anxiety is going down, but it could be a little better, then you will then add another little milligram to that dosage. I always say do it twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. That's usually when animals eat. Mm -hmm. If you need to, you can put in another dose in the middle of the day. Now, it's easy for some people because they have maybe one pet, maybe two. Right. Now, in the case of greyhound owners, we have many. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any behavioral issues that may come about when you're giving one dog CBD? that's going to change their behavior a little bit, make them a little chill. Um, then you've got a, three or four other dogs going, what's going on? Hmm? Um, it didn't happen in our case because Yogi was very chilled to begin with yeah. and had his routine and the others, you know, worked around him. Um, our Sasha was always really close with Yogi, so he was still close with him. Um, that being said, is, uh, have you guys come across anything or any examples? So, um, I, and I fear this is this is often what people think when they think of cannabinoids uh, is high quantity, high qual. I'm sorry. That's okay. High amounts of THC. So when you think chill mm -hmm. and THC, those two tend to go hand in hand. This is CBD does not create that environment. It doesn't at all. It restricts an enzyme that is creating anxiety in the brain. And the, the reduction of that enzyme means the reduction of anxiety, not an increase of chill. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. It okay. does. Now, if it's just a decrease in anxiety, mm -hmm. the issues between the other dogs, it, there, there's not a recognized issue there. Okay. Well, okay. just, you know, I, I just wanted to, you know, check that. 
No, you remember, no. Yogi did not get the munchies, so. That's true. <laughs> well, okay, well, all right, let's go to that question, because I had that one. Um, you know, I had a friend say to me that, because I was very pleased that Yogi did not lose his appetite. His his cancer was in his jawbone, so that was okay. a big issue with movement. That being said, he was eating. You know, we had to make it mushy, but he was eating. Um do, do, is your pet is your pet going to get the munchies? No, no. So as uh, as Kimberly was stating earlier, she had she had thrown out a couple of terms like isolate and mm-hmm. full spectrum, uh, and what she's referring to when she said isolate was a product that had everything from the hemp plant removed except for just the CBD by itself. Comes in a powder and. Uh, and then when she spoke of the full spectrum, that was indeed all oh, of the plant, cannabinoids right. that are in the hemp plant, including THC. But THC is in an extremely small amount, 0.03%. Uh, you, you could not consume enough of it to get high, period. So, but it's interesting that the molecule, the shape of the THC molecule, mm-hmm. fits with those CB1 receptors perfectly enough to trigger appetite. So, so not only was it working on anti-inflammation and pain management mm-hmm. for your dog's jaw, it was also uh, increasing appetite because the, uh, the endocrine system was working correctly. Right. And that is one thing. Um, a lot of the times when your pet gets sick, they're not going to willingly eat and you're adding all these supplements and little things, maybe some insure. But I was pleasantly surprised considering the, where it was and what was happening, he was he was okay. I knew, number one, he did not have pain, but I also knew that there was some discomfort, and this did solve that. And I, I am very – it has opened my eyes to a lot of other options, more holistic paths that, you know, I didn't consider before. Yeah. I don't know if it would have worked or not with some of the others. but Exactly. And with what you just said, I was thinking about it with Yogi. Um, other dogs that we've had that have been sick mm-hmm. and we had them on pain meds, there was always the times where they're barfing. They're, we knew they were sick. Yeah. Um, and it was these pills, pharmaceutical drugs, bringing it on. We did not have that with Yogi. Yogi had quality yes. last few weeks. and. I just would really want to encourage the listeners, while you may be a hardcore anti-drugs person, whatever, open your eyes, really take a look at this, because I do think there is something here that is very beneficial to our animals. Yes, in a natural way. Yeah. 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 Um, we've got a couple of minutes before we're going to go to break, um, but we can delay that if we have to. Um, other animals, now we're on our show, we're mainly dogs, greyhounds. Mm-hmm. Um do you have other experience with your clients with other breeds or, or birds and, and things like that using CBD at all? I haven't had anyone other than cats. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I have many cat owners, but I've had a few customers come in uh, talking about horses, actually, and I didn't have anything in my store high enough in milligrams (laughs) (laughs) to make it worthwhile. (laughs) Um, Here's a gallon, you know. (laughs) Right, yeah. So, uh, but they're they're interested Mm -hmm. because, you know, horses also have an endocannabinoid system. Right. They also can benefit from it. So anybody, any animal, basically, we talked about last week with a backbone, with a vertebrae, yeah. has uh, the endocannabinoid system. And uh, so CBD can work for, for all of those. 
animals. You just have to find the milligrams. So, it's a dosage. Yeah. Right. It's a dosage thing. Right. Now, you also, um, Canifil makes several products for a lot of, well, five, six now in your uh, merchandising? or Oh, know? yeah. So, yeah, we have both human and pet. Right. And uh, um, I know you have a salve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that in any way useful on on your pets? Um, if they have, you know, aches and pains, can't, I mean, I use some on my ankle, actually, but, uh, you know. Uh, I, I think with the animals, uh, putting a salve on is challenging because they want to lick it off. Yeah. You have hair issues. For them, ingesting it is likely the best delivery mechanism. Okay. But to answer your question, it would work if they didn't lick it off. And, right, right. right. Okay. No, I've had several pet owners that, you know how a dog will lick at their paws a lot if they're either anxious or there's some sort of allergy. Allergy, right. Allergy. And they'll wrap that CBD up on that paw and wrap it up so they can't lick it off yeah. and leave it on there overnight. And, you know, take it off in the morning. And, and not that it's cured, but mm-hmm. things are looking better and feeling better. So it's a little bit of a challenge on a topical, mm-hmm. you know, with any dog. Well, right, and you have to know your pet. Yeah, you know if they're a licker, mm-hmm. it's not going to. Now, would that would that harm them in any major degree? I mean, because it's a different concentration, it's a different. So the ingredients that would be shea butter, would shea butter is yeah. not shown any signs right. of. Right. Okay. Would that bother your dog? Is something you would test? Um, so the ingredients in the product that that Canafil produces is is very minimal. Yeah. Now, I, w- I do want to kind of go back to horses because everyone knows I'm, I'm involved with uh, regulating horse racing here in Arizona. And I know I have a lot of friends that have horse farms. And I'm around 4th of July hearing them talk about how some of their horses were just freaking out, running up and down. And I, I do think it would be a great thing at some point in time if we could find out the dosage for them. And yeah. it might be something that would be beneficial for them as well and not have a horse get injured or have a horse in the stall kicking back and injuring its leg. Um, these are these are something I'm looking at. Is, like, is there a way to prevent injuries for some of these horses by maybe giving them this, and they're not going to, you know, like I said, kick the back of the stall or something like that? Right, or even more so, where they will, uh, you will manage their inflammation in advance of injury. Yeah, right, which is a big thing for horses. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm excited about the future. I'm I'm just yeah. bummed that we demonized this so for so many years and didn't take the time to really you know start digging into seeing what benefits it could bring to not only us but the pets we love. Definitely. Yeah. And when we get back from our break, uh, we're going to talk a little more as to how Ed and Kim got involved and started Canafil, and also how to introduce your pet um, to CBD. Um, you know, what kind of process it is. And, uh, you know, uh, if our listeners have any questions, email us. We'll check our, our phones. We'll, we'll see if you have a question. And I'm, I'm seeing our happy engineer, Aaron, is, is giving me a signal here. So, you know what? How about we take a break now? Take a break now because I'm sure the pup's got to be relieved. There so. we d- <laughs> We'll right. be right back after these messages. <laughs> The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs. 
and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Attention. If you're a parent, educator, social worker, or civic or religious leader, the most important program you'll hear this week is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Host Opal Singleton and her guests show how our children and others are being dangerously lured by predators through the dark web, social media apps, and games. Beyond that, the program looks at trends in human trafficking and more. You'll never think of the Internet the same way again. Listen Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want to play the ponies and win? At Winning Ponies, we go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, and handicappers. The Winning Ponies Radio Show with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Catch us live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. Win prizes just for calling in. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The GPA, that's Greyhound Pets of America. If you would like information on how you can adopt an X-Racing Greyhound, call 800-366-1472. These dogs are fit, healthy, happy, playful pets, good with children, and oh, do they love lots of hugs. Adopt a cool Greyhound today. Call 800-366-1472. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Greyhounds Make Great Pets with Rory, TJ, and Kathy. To find out more about the show and what we do, please send an email to gmgp3 at yahoo.com. That's gmgp3 at yahoo.com. Now, back to Greyhounds Make Great Pets. And we are back with more Greyhounds Make Great Pets, where today we are learning all about CBD and your pets. With us in the studio today are Ed and Kim Cheney of Canafil, and also Ed is the host of the CBD Ed Show here on Voice America. Now, um, Kim and Ed, um, before we get back with some, you know, what to know about your pet and CBD, let me ask you a little bit about your company here. In, you're located here in Phoenix, and... Can you tell our listeners who may be in the area looking for, for products for themselves or their pets about yourselves? Yes, yes. So, uh, and thank you very much for that, Kathy. The, uh, the Canafil line was created more, from a, more for a clinical purpose. Uh, so ingredients are very, uh, very natural and uh, the potency uh, is capable of getting quite high with our products. Uh, the third-party testing is an important role for any CBD manufacturer these days uh, since we are self-policing uh, because the FDA still has not released any regulations and they won't surface until 2021, first quarter. So that means for the rest of this year, manufacturers are needed and are required to self-police. But anyway, third-party testing tells what is in our product, and that includes solvents, heavy metals, mold, as well as all the potency of all the all the uh, cannabinoids, which would be important as a pet owner because you want to make sure you validate the level of THC since okay. dogs can be toxic. Uh, THC can be toxic for dogs. Right. So uh, with, that, uh, with that said, then uh, we opened up a retail location uh, to not only uh, serve our products to the consumers, but also other products because uh, we still have a lot of consumers out there that are nervous about THC. Okay. So we do offer lines of other vendors who we vetted and, uh, before they came into our store, and that's what Kimberly does for us. Yes, I make sure that every CBD product in the store has third-party testing. I've tried it. I've checked it out. Mm-hmm. I've done all my due diligence, which every CBD store should be doing. Um, it doesn't do us any good in, in the CBD world if we continue to contribute to these products that are just not on the up and up about what they have in their bottle. So uh, you don't carry anything that might show up on, say, as seen on TV commercials. Right, <laughs> right. That's yeah, good. I try not to. Yeah. Oh, good, right. good. I, I, I'm, I'm really more worried about the product itself mm-hmm. and does it work and, and will my customers like it. Um, and I can't tell you how many customers I have that went away for a while and mm-hmm. came back and went, yeah, I probably shouldn't have gone to Amazon or I probably <laughs> I, it didn't work. Let, let me share with your listeners that I've seen that the best results have always been stop at that store or give that store a call 
because the lack of information out that's the, mm-hmm. that seems to be the most critical thing yeah. is to right. have a conversation to be able to get to what is needed and what information uh, should be discussed. So I encourage listeners mm-hmm. place phone call or go to a store uh, that is reputable. Yeah, very big help. Well, I know with Rory and I. That I think is what what helped us to say yes. Let's let's get a bottle for the dogs just in case. Well, we I, knew someone, not only who you know had it in their store, but also had used it, had done their research. Face to face in something like this, I think, is very important. Yeah, uh, especially as I would say most people are kind of clueless. You know, you see it; it's the big thing right now, but it's it's a good thing. But you don't know what to buy because Kim, like you said, um, there there's a lot of things out there that might not be what you want them to be. Yeah, well, because we don't have any, we don't have a boss regulating Right, us. right. Um, Big Brother so. is not watching you. <laughs> right. And so, yeah, so a, as a consumer, you're like, mm-hmm. well, this looks like, it says CBD on the bag. Right. And it looks like everything I'm supposed to be getting. Um, but, yeah, if the person behind the counter doesn't know, like, your dosing mm-hmm. or just the basics of CBD and how it works in the body, just maybe you should go to another store. Right, exactly. Well, and you know, I spend a lot of time down at the Senate and House here in Arizona. And every time there's a bill, especially stuff like this, there, there's always seemed to be there was people kind of trying to make the push that we were just going to have a whole bunch of stoners out here in Arizona. That didn't happen. <laughs> right. We actually got, you know, when you yeah. have Cindy, who uh, Mel's wife, yeah. uh, married to a prominent uh, attorney doing it. It's it's beneficial, and I think we just need yeah. to take that demonization and throw it in the trash and really look at things like this. What uh, It makes me wonder, what other products are out there that could help us? Might cure cancer, but we demonized it at some point in time. Mm-hmm. That right. makes me angry. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's one of the issues, and hopefully we are maybe can recruit your listeners as well, as we want to protect the hemp plant. Uh, we've started this movement. We know that this plant can be taken by government, big pharma, alcohol, you know, these are all candidates who are, will step up in a heartbeat and take this plant from us. And so we really are making a stand uh, to keep this plant and pass it on to our next generation. Yeah, and and maybe hopefully take some of that stigma, stigma away. You right, know, right. that's the thing that I think is is um, is the hardest thing to come over, overcome right now mm-hmm. is that everybody feels like, oh, I don't want to get high, and I don't want to, st- I don't want to get my dog high, and I I, 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 I promise <laughs> yeah. you, you're not. That's not going to happen. No, and yeah. I, and, we, and we, I think we can second that by yeah. by firsthand observation. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure just like with people, all pets may be different, but in essence, I truly feel it was. Yeah. A plus, and anyway, uh, well, we saw it firsthand. It, yeah, I am so glad we were able to do that with Yogi. Yeah, I truly. Um, but now a little bit more about CBD and our pets. How would you recommend a, a pet owner introduce CBD to their pet? Um, you know, are we? I know you said it's it's by weight, mm-hmm. but is it something to do slowly? Is it something to go, okay, well, my pet weighs, you know, 40 pounds, boom, right away. Um, what's the best and safest way for your pet? Well, and I always ask my customers, how how best would your dog, uh, does, it, does it like treats? Is it a finicky eater? Are, how are you going to talk about introducing this to your pet. So I have dog treats. 
wonderful dog treats. They're from Treatables at the store. Um, they have uh, one milligram cookies for anybody, any pet under 50 pounds. You can kind of go oh. in that direction. Okay. You can do one treat at a time and then move to two treats. You can, mm-hmm. you can, you are your own boss. When you're taking personally it personally mm-hmm. and giving it to your dog. So that's a good way for those dogs that are under 50 pounds. Then we move over to a large pet cookie that usually is four milligrams. So those are dogs that are over 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. And again, you start gradually. You just it depends again on um, what the dog is going through. Is it? Really high anxiety? Is it? Is it cancer? Is it pain? Mm-hmm. Are we at? Are we just trying to manage a, a situation, or are we at the end of a situation? It just really depends. But I say be comfortable uh, introducing it um, again gradually. Mm-hmm. Start with one milligram a pound, and then depending on the situation, you can always. Increase, I would not increase over, I would say three milligrams a pound is, is where you're, you're pain, you're, the dog's in a lot of pain. Okay. So you're, you're dealing with a lot of discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can gradually move back down um, because once inflammation is taken care mm-hmm. of, then the pain, the pain is also coming down, and then you can go back down to a lower milligram. I think in the beginning, especially if your your pet is in a lot of pain, Mm -hmm. you want to get rid of that inflammation and that anxiety that's there. Um, There's not really going to be any side effects, any... Any side effect of overdosing, if like so, you, you're like, okay, maybe I went a little too high. Is asleep. I mean, the dog is asleep right. all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that may, you might want to go. Okay, maybe I can bring that back that. down. Now, should you regulate the dosage? For example, if you are, are projecting that your dog or your cat, your pet, is going to need it long term, mm-hmm. several months, let's say, for whatever the reason. Um, which I'm sure will vary with my what you're going to answer. Um, should you back off for, you know, do they need a little break from their CBD treatments? Or can you just continually, you know, if you don't have to increase, say you're giving them, you know, X amount of drops per, mm-hmm. per meal and everything's status quo. Can you, should you back off from giving them some, you know, maybe decrease their dosage or should you take it them off of it for a few days? I think, I think taking it, uh, taking them off, taking human and pets off of it for a few days, oh gosh, probably like every two months, just for a few days, just to let them cleanse and give them lots of water and then let them start up again. Unless you're, again in a place where there's high pain from right, either right. they're really just, mm-hmm. you know, over 12 years old or it can't move. Mm-hmm. I would not suggest stopping the CBD. But if you're just doing it for anxiety, see. See mm-hmm. if they can go like three days without uh, without anything being in their system. And that's also a good way to be able to judge, as you said, is it still – an issue, how bad of an issue right, it is, you right, know, did it right. get them over the hump? Yeah. <laughs> so. Now I have a lot of customers that just use it situationally. So okay. I know that my dog is going to go to the groomers 
And oh, I know yes. that he is going to start freaking out as soon as he realizes he's headed mm-hmm. to the groomers. Yep. So a lot of groomers are now giving CBD before. Really? Yeah, before their session. Mm. And this lady came in, the, and I didn't know this. And she said, I want to just go ahead and do it at home rather than my dog getting there taking CBD, waiting a half hour, yeah. and then being groomed. I just want to give it to her at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. And we can just cut out that middle, well, right, middle person. Yeah. And, and, yeah, that stress because the stress is going to the groomer. Right. So yeah. why make it, you know. Yeah, just, just make it a little bit easier ahead of time. Yeah. Right. Well, now, I was, I was curious because you remember Blueberry. Yes. And he had epilepsy. And we were we had to put him on some pretty heavy, heavy doses yes, of um, bad pills, I think. <laughs> couple of them. Yeah. Do we know of any dogs have, that have been put on CBD that had epilepsy and that's helped them? Mm-hmm. There, there is currently a uh, study being done by the AKC Canine Health Foundation on that very specific topic. Yeah. And they have not released any results yet. We checked last week. Okay. Hopefully well, they'll find something good. On. Yeah. I have, a, I have several pet owners all, uh, with um, dogs that uh, suffer from seizures. And they give them a low milligram every day. They do it twice a day in their food. They'll do a low milligram. And if they see the sign of a seizure, uh, then they will just fill that dropper up and put the CBD oil right into their mouths immediately. And that will, for the most part, my pet owners say that it'll either stop that seizure or that seizure will be much shorter and Mm -hmm. much less intense. And that's really good to know because, I mean, I think at this point, pet owners, I'm speaking for myself, definitely, it is better to push off, eliminate, stop, make more comfortable. And if this will do it, Mm -hmm. have it in your, in your fridge, (laughs) (laughs) because um, again, we did have a dog with epilepsy. And it wasn't pretty. No. And, you know, I know that the medication he was on to help the seizures was also damaging other things. Right. But there was no other option, you know, eight, nine, ten years ago. So now it's like you have a second second option. Um, You know your pet better than most people. And if you think that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we'll hear something on this study soon. Yeah. Well, you will, because we're the, uh, remember, Epidiolex, which is uh, pharma's uh, first stab at um, creating a pharmaceutical from CBD. Um, uh, and because the animal endocannabinoid system works exactly like our system, uh, I think this study that's going to come from the AKC Canine Health Foundation is going to be quick. Cool. Yeah. And it does work extremely well. Yeah. Um, Have either of you found or heard from your clients uh, any other supplements that work well um, with CBD? You know, as far as, um, you know, well, for example, we were using turkey tail mushroom powder Mm -hmm. for inflammation and to help slow the growth of the tumor. It wouldn't stop it, of course, but it would maybe decrease its speed. Um, have you heard from anyone that you've, you know, talked to about using CBD in conjunction with another natural? Um, I have not, uh, except for that turkey tail mm-hmm. mushroom. Yes, I have heard of that. Um, other than that, I haven't heard any other natural 
substance uh, that you can give a pet mm -hmm. from any of my pet owners. I mean, they are doing, uh, especially the ones that their that their pets are are diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. They'll they're they're desperate to try anything. Um, the good thing about CBD is the main carrier that is with it is MCT oil, which is also very good for, you know, stomach issues and all of those things that are helping uh, coat their coat, all that stuff. But I have not really heard a lot about um, another substance that they're using in conjunction with CBD. Um, Lee, I, I can... if. If uh, if interested, uh, our show uh, is right after yes. your show on Fridays. Right. And it just so happens that last week's show was on this topic, Pets mm -hmm. and Cancer. Uh, and so if you want to listen, you can hear uh, how I pour through one of the studies. Oh, uh, And when I go through know. studies, you know, I go to mm -hmm. Google Scholar. I don't mess around with, the, you know, the anecdotal studies. I try to uh, be thorough here. Here are some things I wanted to share that I thought were important. Uh, tips when treating your pet uh, for cancer uh, using CBD because CBD can work, uh, you know, as an anti-tumoral product, inflammation and pain and all that, but it can also work alongside a can of, uh, a, a, a chemotherapy style treatment uh, because okay. with that you have also pain management and appetite and things like that. Anyway, uh, but here are some tips that came from this study. And that was know your cannabinoid ratio. That was very important that you know how much THC was in that product as long as the CBD. Start low and increase over a three to four week period. Now, go to the higher doses that Kimberly spoke of earlier. Mm -hmm. So if you have a 50-pound dog, you may be giving your dog by the end of this three, four-week period 30 and 40 milligrams of CBD per day. Then they suggested... Um, because THC can be toxic to dogs, start with a high CBD and build the THC over the four-week period. And just keep an eye on your dog. Your dog will show signs of high THC by just not being in control anymore. Mm -hmm. there, there'll be, uh, what we call that earlier, the chill, the chill thing shows up and it can be pretty big. And then there is a washout period. Receptors, the, C, the CB1 receptors have been shown to become desensitized. So you had talked earlier about a regimen. Well, for cancer, they suggest uh, every four to five weeks do a washout period for four to five days. Now, you may not want to take your dog off of CBD because you're still managing pain and mm -hmm. appetite, but you certainly can pull out the THC for three to four days and then put it back in. That's what they call their washout. Um, so hopefully that helps. And again, this was a peer-reviewed, accepted study. Mm -hmm. uh, and interesting enough, it was just back November of last year. So fairly recent. I was going to say, ago. most of this stuff is very recent. It seems to be changing month by month. It mm. certainly is. And, you yes. know, you really need somebody who's watching it, uh, as the two of you are, to, yeah. to keep everybody else up to date as to what to do, what to use. Yeah. And our pets are just so important to us. Definitely. It's so important. Um, I, my dogs are on CBD not for any other, any other ailment than uh, golden retrievers, I've been told are one of the number one breeds for cancer. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's because they're just overpopulated. I mean, they're yeah. everywhere, right? A golden retriever. I, I, or or somewhere along the line, you know, a, a, a gene kicks and you don't know it when they're just born or you're breeding. Right. So, you know, that doesn't show up for a couple of generations sometimes. So, yeah, yeah it's. I think it's inevitable that all breeds are going to get something and it's up to conscientious breeders to be aware. And if there is a, a glitch, don't breathe at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're taking it just at a very low dosage. Mm-hmm. They're getting 10 milligrams a day. That's it. Um, Both just dogs for the, being over 100 pounds. So, right. Yeah. And this is just for anti-tumoral effects that are mm-hmm. inside the uh, the full-spectrum CBD. Right. That they will go in, that CBD will go in and eat all foreign tumorish looking okay. things without hurting the good cells around it. So I, I listen, I don't know if it's going to prevent anything, but I just figured why not? Why not? Exactly. Your why dog not? your dog is be, is becoming uh in homeostasis. So why not do that? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um okay, and I'm sure I know. <laughs> I've heard them. I'm sure a lot of our listeners have heard them. What are the three biggest misconceptions about CBD? I'd like to say the first one was, was THC. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and that coming from people who are unaware that uh, CBD products come from a hemp plant, not a marijuana plant. That's number one. Kim? Right. That is definitely the number one uh, question. I don't want to get high off of my, <laughs> off of my CBD. The um, dog's and- listening to Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Right. Running out to the Circle K. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. None of that's going to happen. Um, those are all for people that uh, shop at the dispensaries, and that is not us. We are from the other plant. It's same cannabis plant, but the male version, the hemp plant. Uh, the other one probably is... Uh, the side effects, is there? Is it going to interact with any of the other medications that they're taking, either a pet or human? I always say talk to your doctor, talk to your vet about what you're giving your dog every day, all day. Um, uh, what is the number, th- number, number three? Number three has to think? be, why won't my veterinarian uh, recommend this? Sure. And why won't he? It, yeah. It's just a simple matter of there's been no studies because it was just descheduled from the from the Drug Act. And that's it. They're just... Now, you want to know even the bigger issue is when these agencies who are capable and can do studies Mm -hmm. and they go to approach the studies of cannabinoids, Mm -hmm. they run into patents all over the place. Really? Put there by GW Pharmacy, which we're not very happy about because all that's doing is slowing the process down. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Right. That is... We just need to, we just, we're in the front of a, a very large situation here. Hopefully CBD will Yeah, so veterinarians, their licenses are currently at stake. They have been told, hey, until we approve this, until we've done our, our homework, mm-hmm. this is what you're going to do, and that is not to recommend, study, or, or prescribe. Well, I hate to bring this show to a close because we could talk to you another hour, <laughs> but we're going to have to. Ed, Kim? Thank you so much for joining us here on Greyhounds Make Great Pets. You've given us a lot of great info on CBD and our pets. And for our listeners, stay put, because if you enjoyed them here, you're going to love them the next hour when their show, the CBD Ed Show, 
joins is in progress right after ours. So yes, thank both you. of you, thank you for your info and, and joining us. Rory, you have anything? Oh. Thank you for listening this week to Greyhounds Make Great Pets. Please join your hosts, Rory Goray, TJ Beter, and Kathy Goray for another edition of our program next Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a wonderful week.